you the Lord has been good to us. He blessed us to see another day. He blessed us to look beyond our faults. And he saw our needs, and our needs was Jesus Christ. Amen. I'd like to invite your attention tonight to the book of James. James, the fourth chapter, in the seventh verse. James, the fourth chapter, and verse seven. Amen. And it reads in your hearing. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. And my thought tonight would be Five good weapons against mass destruction. Five good weapons against mass destruction. Father, we thank you for your loving kindness. We thank you how you blessed us, strengthened the hearts and the minds of your people as we go into your word. Give us ears to hear. And a mind to obtain what the Spirit says to the church. And we'll be so ever to give your name and praise. And the people of God said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. God has given us many weapons to use against the enemy's plan for our destruction. And here are the top five. One, a powerful weapon against the enemy is God's word. This is the most powerful weapon that God has given us. Jesus himself used it. Jesus used his own word against the devil when he was led into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit as Satan came to tempt him. One would think that if you were the son of God, you wouldn't have to go into the wilderness at all, let alone to be tempted by the devil. But the tempter came to him the way he comes to all of us. And Jesus used the word of God to refute him. Jesus used his own word to bind up the devil. And this weapon, which is the word of God, is most 
powerful because the scripture said if you resist the devil he'll flee from you you ain't got no business running from him Amen. he runs from you because you stand on the word of god he said man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of god as matthews 4 and 4 that man should not live alone but by every word that the Lord gives us to say. When the devil tries to destroy your life, refute him with God's word. Use God's word. But you say, I don't understand. And this is why you have to study to show yourself approved by God. Each day, you should learn a scripture. And the scripture and the scriptures that you learn is going to help you in your warfare. Amen. The devil knows what the word of God will do and it can do. But he wants you to think that what you're saying don't mean nothing. But the devil is a liar. Amen. A prude man foresees evil and hides himself. The simple pass on and is punished. In other words, the pure man, he, find, he foresees the evil that's coming at him or his family. So he finds himself in the word of God. And he uses the word of God. For instance, when things are going, that's not going right in your body, you have the power to speak that this body should function is the perfection that God have created. And I rebuke every malfunction that comes to hinder it. Mm -hmm. The moment you identify evil working in your midst, hide yourself in the word of God. Evil ain't going to leave you alone. They're going to end trouble. Say that for his cousins. Amen. They ain't going to leave you alone. They make it their business. To make you feel oppressed, depressed, feel like it is always pressuring you, but you have the victory Amen. because you rely on the word of God. Number two, a powerful weapon hmm, against the enemy is praise. Amen. We talked about that Sunday. Mm -hmm. Praise is so important. Praise will make your day. And then you can ask God to help you in that day. Amen. The devil hates it every time we worship God. He don't like it. If you notice when you go to pray or read the word of God or help somebody on the spiritual realm, Satan always attack your mind or your spirit. Mm -hmm. Why? Because he don't want you doing the work of the Lord. Right. That's because he can't tolerate people worshiping anyone else but him. Satan wants to be worshipped. We don't worship him. We worship God. Amen. He has a jealousy. He hates us. Why? Because we chose God over him. Amen. So, he detects it so much he can't even be around it. 
Have you ever noticed when you praise and worship God, Satan don't like it. He take his little hat and he run outside and wait till you finish and he come back in and see again, but he see that you didn't worship God, he can't get back in. Because right. the Bible says when an unclean spirit leaves a man or woman, he roams through dry places and find not rest. It comes up to the house that's clean and garnished. You got to stay full of the word in you and believe God for what he told you. You, you Listen, Satan is a defeated foe, but he don't want you to know that. His whole job to have people think he don't even exist, but he exists. We see him every day. He works through people. He's unclean. He's defiled. And he's evil. So when we praise and worship God, his presence dwells powerfully in our midst and the devil has to leave. He can't stay there. Number three, a powerful weapon against the enemy is obedience. That is a weapon. Being obedient to God is a weapon. Have you noticed when you was in sin, you was obedient to sin? You did everything everybody else did and got messed up just like everybody else. But when you came on the hallelujah side, there was a difference. You became obedient. And this is why Satan don't leave you alone. Hello, somebody. If we are living in sin, are walking in disobedience in any way. This leaves the door open in our lives for the devil to gain a point of entry and ultimately a foothold. In other words, he wants to get in your spirit. He wants to get in your surroundings. Why? Because he know if he can get there, he's going to activate you. He's going to make you make you feel bad or make you feel that you're not wanted and make you feel that you're lonely. He make you feel there ain't nothing you do is good. He works on the mind. He works on your body and is always tampering with your spirit. Bad things happen to us that might be the enemy's work. True that, true that. But it could also be because our own sin has given him a place to erect a stronghold in our lives. You got to be careful what you're thinking, how you're thinking, who you're around. Everybody laughing, getting in your face don't mean you're no good. Everybody say they're on your side. They ain't on your side. They want to pierce you in the side. Because they are evil. Undercover evil. And evil dresses itself up. And this is why when you have a spiritual eye, you'll be able to see how the enemy is coming. Satan does not have jurisdiction over us. What he have over us is what we give him. And you don't be giving him nothing. Your job is to reject him by all means necessary. But disobedience to the laws of God open 
opens the door and puts out a welcome mat for him. When you be dis disobedient to God, in other words, you open the door to Satan. Because mm -hmm. Satan, he, he, he sly, slick, and wicked. He say, well, if they're going to be disobedient to God, I want them to be obedient to me. He always want attention. Confession and repentance will shut the door in his face. Amen. That's why you confess your sins or your faults to one another. Amen. There's a problem between one another. Go to one another. Yeah. Talk to one another. And confess that thing mm -hmm. to one another so you can be blessed by the Lord. Amen. Number four, a powerful weapon against the enemy is faith. Your faith. Keep in mind that the enemy always planting landmines out ahead of you. Now, landmines is amazing. During war, in war, they train you in, in boot camp that you have to know how to spot landmines because they look just like the ground. And if you step on one another, kaboosh, you blow up. And Satan always planning things against you. He ain't for you. He's against you. He don't like it when you say, I'm going to church. I'm going to hear a word. I'm going to get my praise on. I'm going to bless God. He don't like that. So what he does, he plants landmines. Look like your family will turn on you. So-called loved ones turn upon you. And he'll use you against you. This is how cool he is. So, you have no idea where they are or because they are not visible to the human eye. Talking about Satan landmines. Because he uses people against people and he's always doing something to the body of Christ. The way to avoid them is to walk closely with God and let him guide your steps. You got to stay close to God. You got to stay connected to God. When you're close to God, God going to talk to you. He says, stay closely with God. Let him guide your steps. And that's why when you ask God to make your day through a praise, he's going to guide you. He'll show you the landmines. He'll show you the corruption. He'll show you the evil. He'll show you these things. Why? Because you're walking close to him. If you're walking with somebody and they see a hole and they don't tell you, they're not a friend of yours. Because you didn't fell in it. They spot it before you do. And their job is to say, watch out for that hole. Watch out for that. It's a car that's out of control. It's coming right at us. Say, ain't gonna say that. Say, kill them all. Kill them all. That's where he is. He wants everything dead. 
So let's look at 1 Peter 5, verse 8 and 9, evangelists. You know it takes faith to resist the devil. It takes power to resist him. Because a lot of times, what we think ain't, it is. What we think it is, it ain't. That's why you have to have a spiritual eye to see. You have it? Amen. Yes, sir. Okay. Five and eight and nine. Yeah, five, eight and nine. Mm -hmm. Be sober. Mm -hmm. Be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, mm -hmm. walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Who he may devour. He's always looking for prey. He's looking for something he can destroy. He steals, kills, and he destroys. So resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. The same thing that the brotherhood in the world go through we as being in the body of Christ go through the same thing. Mm -hmm. But we lean on Jesus mm -hmm. to bring us out. He said, you already have that victory. But if you know about the world, what they do, they continue to get high. Mm -hmm. They do a suicide, homicide. They just don't want to be involved. Why? They want to just take out everything because their minds are possessed by the devil. But we as being believers, we can trust God. We can lean on him. We can ask for guidance. We can ask him to help us regardless of what the situation is. But you got to know within yourself, you're overcomer. And when you're overcoming, look at the things you have already overcame because you trusted God. And if you ever notice it now, People like to be around you because you got some God in you. When you got some God in you, folk want your God, but they tell you they don't want to hear all that, but they want your God. Yes, the Holy Spirit make other folk jealous because they want that too. Walking in faith is a powerful way to avoid the enemy's trap. I will say that again. Walking in faith is a powerful way to avoid the enemy's trap. In other words, he had traps set up for you. And the traps that he has set up for you, you don't know what they are until you get trapped. And when you get trapped, you can't get out of it. But God say, if you walk close to me and walk by faith, you see the trap behind the bush. Number five, a powerful weapon against the enemy is prayer and fasting. Folk don't like to fast because I got to get my grub on. Prayer, prayer is a strong weapon against the enemy. Have you ever noticed when you go to prayer and meet business with God, the devil be hitting you with all kind of thoughts? He be throwing darts at you. Mm -hmm. 
Because he want to take your focus, break your focus and break your mind off of what you're praying for. Because he know God is going to answer you. Fasting makes it even more so. Often, the hold of the enemy upon our lives can only be broken by prayer and fasting. You say, well, Pastor, I prayed. I said, well, did you turn your plate down on Tuesday or Friday or as the Lord may let you? No, I had to get, I had to get them grits and fish on Friday. I had to get them steak and eggs on, on Tuesday. So God said, listen, deny yourself. Because when you fast, you're giving yourself over to me. You're telling me the food is not important now. You're hungry for the Spirit of God. And you're hungry for the Spirit. And let me tell you something. You that ever really be in the Spirit, you don't want to come out when the Spirit of God starts illuminating your body, your mind, your spirit. You get so happy, you be, you, you just, you, you just going on. I'm happy in Jesus. And you don't let little things bother you, neither big things. Because God got your back. Yeah. When you know God got your back, you can go on and on, just like that bunny, and on and on and on. So it doesn't seem as though such a simple thing could do so much, but it does. I'm talking about fasting. Mm -hmm. And it might not seem as though anything is happening while you fast. Because your stomach talks to you. Feed me, Simo. Right. Feed me. I'm hungry now. Feed me. You can be fasting, praising God. Smell a hamburger. Smell a steak. Mm, Lord, have mercy. And if you if you walk past the television and look at the cheeseburger and say, what you going to do? Wow. In other words, it always try to get your attention because you're fasting. You're turning that plate down because you want the more of God. When you want the more of God, you can't do nothing, do nothing but seek Him. Amen. And this is why a lot of times people have a problem with you. Because you're always seeking God. <laughs> they don't like it. But when you really look at what they seek it. Because they were seeking God. They would pray with you. And pray for you. But they want to break that up. And the reason why they want to break it up. It's because you see them. And when you see them, they don't want you to see that. Hello, somebody. And it might not seem as though anything is happening while you fasting, but it is. There are powerful things being broken in the spirit realm when you fast. Often just a simple 24-hour fast is enough to break the hold of the enemy upon our lives. When God breaks the enemy up in the pieces in our lives, you don't go back and pick them pieces up. They'll dissolve themselves. And when you read the scriptures, you see how Jesus rebuked the devil and some folk, when he rebuked them, he said, do not enter again. Amen. And that's what unclean spirits do. They watch you. They hunt you. They want to see just how, how, how current you are with praise, worship, fasting, and studying. When they see lack there, they coming in. Mm -hmm. 
And I want to tell you, you ain't got to pray today. You ain't got to fast today. Mm -hmm. They talk to you like that. And if you ain't careful, you'll miss your blessing. Mm -hmm. When you already told God, I give myself to you. Mm -hmm. Regular facts will keep evil at bay and strongholds broke down. Regular fast. And the church have a regular fast Tuesday and Friday. Mm -hmm. Regular fast. And if you can just abide in them two fasts, you see God do some things in your house and do some things in you and even in the, in the ministry. Mm -hmm. But nobody want to work. Everybody have other things to do, other places to go, but nobody is really concerned about souls. Mm -hmm. If you fast, and you see God, God will put a hunger in you. And that hunger is to reach the lost at any cost as they did on the day of Pentecost. So regular fast will keep evil at bay and strongholds broken down. It's a way of saying I deny myself of what I want most. Lord have mercy. When you get like that, you're doing something. Mm -hmm. I deny myself of what I want most and put God first in my life. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. When you started getting like that, as the scripture said, you are ambassadors. You start overcoming some things. Mm -hmm. And God started giving you a glimpse of his kingdom. Knowing that who you are in him. The enemy hates. He hates that because he knows it's a sure way of resisting and defeating him. When you tell God, I deny myself. Mm -hmm. I'm picking up my cross. And I'm following after you. St. John 14, evangelist. Start at the first verse. Mm -hmm. Hold that right there. Okay, just hold it. I'll, be, I'll get back to that. So, we, 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 we look at things, and as being believers, we say, I'm a good person. Can I get amen? amen. I'm a good person. So why is he attacking me? Because <laughs> you're a good person. As you say, you're good peeps. <laughs> you're good peeps. And since you're good people, I'm going to attack you. Mm -hmm. Many people have asked this question. But the question answers itself. The enemy attacks you because you are a good person. <laughs> he got the bad folks. He got them that way he want. He do what he want to do now. But the good them, oh no no no. He gonna he, he gonna keep messing with the good them. The devil will always attack anyone who loves God and lives his way. And I have people, well, Pastor, I'm doing this for the Lord. I'm doing this for the Lord. I'm doing this for the Lord. And I say, okay. I say. Have you been in a rumble today? Mm -hmm. Huh? 
Agambo. Na. Why not? Wangu mene wambo. Guru. That's who the devil attacks. You that's doing good. When you start denying yourself, your flesh gonna talk to you. It tell you to shut up. You don't need to hear what he's talking about. He ain't talking about nothing. He don't, he don't do that to you. And, you, and, you, and he wait for you to come in agreement. When you come in agreement, he hurt you. Just where he wants you. That's why he say, read the scriptures. In them, he said, there's life. It changes the heart. It changes the mind. Oh, yes, it does. So the devil will always attack anyone who loves God and lives his way. Hmm. In fact, this is the main criteria for his enmity against you. He don't like you because you love God. You don't love him no more. Because see, when you love Satan, you did what he tell you to do. You did his bidding. But now since you love God and you separated yourself and you mean business with God, say, I'm sick of her. I'm sick of her. I'm tired of this. I, we got to do something. So what he do? He send demons after you. You know, it reminds me, I had a, I, I let, I let someone hold it, the VHS tape that I had, and this, it was demons. And they were at a coffee shop. And they were sitting down and just looking like human beings. But when it got dark, when it got to be like 11, 12 o'clock at night, they say, well, look, I got to go do my job. I got to go do my job. I got to do my job. As they leaving out the coffee shop, they transformed themselves as the demons that they were. And they went out to scare folks. And they, when they came back, they were sitting at the coffee table, round, still with the demons. They're demons now. They're not looking. They're transferred back to humans, but they're demons, and they're sitting there. And when I say, well, 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 well murder in spirit, what did you do today? Did you kill anybody? He said, yeah, I got six of them. Another one said, he said to the other one, he said, suicide, how many you get? He said, I had a little problem. I went to one room. And this preacher was in there. And he just did a revival, and I know we had to get him. So way behind the clock, behind the curtain, and he was praying, and they were and he woke out of his sleep. And he looked at the curtain, he saw them big feet. Oh, he looked over the curtain, he said, oh, it's you guys. He said, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Went on back to sleep, started snoring. The demons looked at one and said, we can't do nothing with him. Because he trusts God. They go next door. The guy in the bed, they scared him. He jumped clean out the window. And they was clapping their hands and said, we got one. We got one. He said, what about the preacher? Don't worry about him. We come another way to get him. And they came back to the coffee shop and drank the coffee and eat a donut. And they laughing and rejoicing. Because Satan sent them out to steal, kill, and destroy. He's doing this as we in here now ministering. Look what's going, look at all this unnecessary shooting, all this killing. It, 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 can go, it, go, it can go back to slavery. 
all the way up to now. We're killing our own. It's a spirit that comes from, from hell. Satan don't care who he uses as long as he just gets you out the way. He's killing generations. Why? Because he don't want the power of God to be revealed to them. That's why the gospel must be preached. And when it's preached to the poor, they're going to come out and receive what God has for them. So, the only way you could get him to do, or I'm sorry, to get him to not do, that is to be like him. Satan ain't going to bother you as long as you like him. He'll smack you in your mouth, too. He'll move on you. He'll stop you and take you back in line. Now, go kill somebody. Go destroy somebody. That's what he turns on his own. You would have to stand for what he represents. And so many people have come in agreement what Satan is doing. For instance, let's, let's look what's going on. They're talking about indicting Trump. You know what he said? Indict me. I'm going to become a martyr. You lock me up, there's going to be some killing. I mean, something wrong. There's going to be some killing. There's going to be some destroying. Sound like Satan to me. The Antichrist, he ain't coming. He here. And he didn't put fear in these people. He said, my followers will be there. And he know what they did, what, that the 6th of January? People were killed. People were messed up. And they fear him. And they wanted, what's her name, uh, the woman to speak, Losey? They bust her, her husband in the head with a hammer. Looking for, looking for her. You got to see how evil this is. Say, well, Pastor, we voted, but they're what? Two evils. Almost more evil than the other one. This other one really trying to start a civil war. And, and, and the situation, it don't look good. But God uh -huh. is in control. If my people, which were called by my name, and humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. He said, then I hear you're here. You're here from heaven. And he said, I'll heal the land. As long as you have a heart for the things of God, you are Satan's target. <laughs> Sometimes they just call you crying, baby. Because you're always crying. Because you got a heart for God. They don't understand what you're going through. It's personal. It's between you and God. Just when you think it's over, it just begins. God said, I got you, baby. I got you. And I'm going to take care of you. Keep in mind that the greater your commitment is to the Lord, hmm, the more the devil will try to harass you. <laughs> Hello, somebody. So you have a commitment, and it's a great commitment, 
uh, trouble right there too. And it don't leave you alone. Amen. Okay. Some, some folks have said, I heard people pray. Look, can you tell Satan to give me a break? You don't talk to God like that. You bring him up. I'm tired of going through. Well, you, you ain't reading your Bible. God looks at the ministry of suffering. And a lot of stuff that happened to us is unnecessary. A lot of stuff we bring on ourselves. He said, be quick to hear and slow to what? Some of us talk too much. Amen. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Because <laughs> God is in the house. <laughs> Praise the Lord for the Holy Spirit. He moans and groans and he cries out for our infirmities. You're going to find out just how saved you are. I got a gift. I got, I got, I got, I got. You need to hush and let God work through you. You don't have to tell people what you have. I mean, yes, you have what you're doing, who you pray, preaching to, who you pray for. You ain't got to do all of that. Your gift make room for you. Amen. Try, try to impress other people how, how anointed I am. I'm so anointed when I walk past every never hear woman hair straightened up. Something wrong with you. Something like to be nappy. That ain't your business. Praise the Lord. <laughs> okay, okay. So that's why if you are moving into a deeper level of commitment to God. Or coming into a new time, a new time of deliverance and freedom, or entering into new ministry or work God is opening up for you, Satan is going to harass you. You can depend on your enemy trying to stop it. God gives you a ministry, be devoted to it. Every, every believer has ministry. First ministry is prayer. Amen. When you start being in prayer and start seeking God and you reading, God going to give you word. Amen. Some of you got about a whole bunch of sermons written down somewhere. He's going to give you, and listen, he's going to give you opportunity to exercise that. Amen. And the reason why is because he is God. Amen. Oh, yes, he is. Amen. So, you can depend on your enemy trying to stop it. He would do all he can to wear you down with discouragement, sickness, confusion, guilt, strife, fear, depression, or defeat. He ain't going to leave you alone, people. I've seen so many people start off good, have good ministries, have followers. They just got tired. They just left it alone. They stopped believing and they stopped seeking. And God puts something in. He gives you eternal life. That eternal spirit is still there. But it's waiting on you. The Holy Spirit said, what do you want to do? I'll back you. He may try to threaten your mind. Talking about Satan. 
your emotions, your health, your work, your family, or your relationship. He forever threatening you. He will try to get you to give up. I had a brother tell me, he said, Pastor, man, my dad knew you, man, and his father knew you. I said, yeah, they was all, you know, they was all locked up. He said, man, Pastor Gray, man, he come up, man, he just has a good time in the Lord. I said, who said that? Your grandfather? He said, my grandfather. He said, my father met you, and he was saying the same thing. And I'm here in this prison today, and I, they ain't lying. <laughs> what do you mean? He said, I accepted Jesus. In other words, be consistent, people. Lord, help me. Just be consistent. It is God to give you the strength to do. So many people just on the wayside, doing nothing. And then the people in ministry ain't doing nothing. You never want to be more than what you are when you're in ministry. Your job is to take that Bible and speak what the Lord says. Put your emotions and all that stuff in your pocketbook and your wallet. And say what does say of the Lord. You'll come out on top every time. So, even though he is not close to being as powerful as God. I'm talking about Satan. He attempts to make you think otherwise. He's always working with your thinking pattern. He will try to gain a point, a rule in your life through deception. He's always trying to deceive you. He will try to blind you to the truth to get you to believe his lies. And Satan got a bag full of lies. He will try to convince you he is winning the battle. He will. He make you, he make you think God ain't, ain't he in you. But if you just hold on, it's called waiting. God gonna bring you through. Hello, somebody. He, he even knew your desires. He gonna take care of that too. But he need you to hold on and believe in him. The truth is that he is, I'm sorry, he has already lost. So I'm going to say, he already lost. And one thing about the prison, you know, he was coming up. Y'all going to get the scuffling. You knock him down and knock him out. They go fat mouth and still talking stuff. But they will get knocked out again. You know, they just keep, they, got some, they don't shut up. They just keep going, especially when you ain't around. They just go on and on. Eh, they got a lucky punch. They snuck away. Eh, 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 eh. That's what Satan does. They say, I thought you had a set of I did. They slipped through. Like Paul, they put him in the basket, wrapped at the wall, and brought him one down. In other words, his work was finished. If his work was finished, he would have died in the basket. <laughs> and with no bread in there. Hello, somebody. Praise the Lord. God always make a way of escape for you. Yeah, he does. So, this is the deal. The devil has come to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus has come to give you life abundantly. And I love this because it's in the same scripture. Mm -hmm. It's right there. You hear what the devil do, Jesus said, Jesus said, I'll hold it there. He said, it's a really comedy. He said, 
but I am come <laughs> that you may have life and you may have it abundantly. Let's see. Death and destruction from Satan. Life and abundance from Jesus. Does that mean if you're not living a life of abundance, then the devil must be robbing you? Mm. Thinking, huh? Bing, 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 bing. You're thinking, huh? You're supposed to know. I think that's a good possibility, especially since this is his life goal, Satan's life goal, is for you not to have. The only other possibility, especially since this is his life goal, he has a life goal, you have a life goal. So the only other possibility is that you have not truly aligned yourself with God and are not living his way. You got to straighten up. Get it right. Okay, people talk about you. Even your own flesh going to talk, going to come up against you. But you got to know what the word of God says. The word is stronger than self. Ask God to show you the truth about your situation. And even about you. He will. Don't let the enemy of your soul talk you into accepting anything less than what God has for you. And you have to know the promise of God and what God has for you. 14 chapter John, but what? Uh -huh. Let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled because you're going through. I know it hurts. You're going through pain and suffering. He said, but don't let it be troubled. He said, don't have no heart attack on me. He said, don't have no heart pain on me. No, he said, let not it be what? Trouble. Uh -huh. You believe in God. Use believe in God. Uh -huh. Believe also in me. He said, if you believe in my father, believe in me. What he was telling us is, well, if you believe in my father, you got to believe in me. Because you see the father, you see me. We are one. We separate ourselves because of the identity of the Godhead. I came as a son. Bring redemption to set you free. Uh-huh. In my father's house are many mansions. In my daddy's house, there are many a uh, 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 one room official. Mansion. Oh, I'm sorry, you said mansion. She said mansion. You know what I mean? You need you need walkie talkie. And you're in a mansion. Hello, somebody. Where you at? Back me. Wait, better back me. On the other side. Oh, wait a minute. Where you at? I'm on the other side too. Uh, turn your walkie talkie up. Uh, keep talking. I'll catch up with you. A mansion. Have you ever been in a mansion? They are beautiful. I say they're beautiful. Are you thinking that way? I'm talking about kingdom stuff. Are you thinking about that? Huh? Now, you know, I'm trying to clean this little room up in this joint. Tired of this sleepy and fuss and cry and talk to God. No. No, 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 no. Thank God. Because he's getting ready to deliver you. Can I get a witness? You finish the verse? If it were not so. If it were not so, I wouldn't have told you. But I go to prepare a place for you for where I am, huh? you're coming with me. Amen. How much assurance do you need? Mm. So you're going through what you're going through right. now. But this is temporarily. Amen. 
And since it's temporary, thank God for the loyalty and the royalty that Jesus Christ has done for us. Amen. Hello, somebody. Amen. 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 You finished that? What verse was that? That was three. Yeah, give me four or five. I might want to six too. Hello, somebody. Uh-huh. And whither I go, you and, know. And where I go, you know. You know not. Did he say that? You where I go, what? Where, where, whither I go, you know. Mm-hmm. And the way you know. And the way you know. Mm-hmm. And Thomas said unto him, Lord. Oh, you got a lot of Thomases in the church. Thomas's promises. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. You got a lot of them. Your own flesh would be a Thomas. Yeah, it'd be a Judas too. It'd be a Cain too. We deal with spirit. That's why you gotta keep your spirit right. Amen. Amen, somebody. Never be in a hurry to find out about other stuff with your spirit yourself. If you spirit yourself, you gotta keep the surrender. You have to keep it guarded at all times. Satan is plotting and planning. As you praying or playing, he ain't playing. Uh huh. We know not whither thou goest. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Mm-hmm. And how can we know the way? Mm-hmm. And Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. That's my conclusion. I am the way, the truth, and the what? The life. life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. But by me. That's the only way you're going to come through. And Satan knows that. So what he does, he always harassing you. Always making you feel some type of way. But shake yourself. Come out of it and hold your head up and be blessed by God. Many have started out, but only a few last. Everybody ain't going to make it. Hello. The rapture is going to happen just as sure as we talking. Oh, yeah. It's going to happen. Why? Because of simple fact. Jesus said, in that verse, I go to prepare a place for you. Prepare people for a prepared place. Be blessed tonight. Hope that this message has helped you. Five good weapons against mass destruction. You got to remember that people of God. God's word gives it. Father, we thank you for this time and space. We thank you for your blessings. We thank you for your healing process. We thank you for your deliverance in the name of Jesus. And we bless your name for being God in our life. And we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.